Welcome to the Caged Vision Show, where each week we talk about one thing, putting your vision to work. So whether you're the CEO of a large company, or maybe an executive within a large company, maybe you're a small company, maybe you are an entrepreneur that is just getting started. Each of you has a vision for where you want to go in the future, and we talk about how to get there, how to put that vision to work. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck. Lisa, this week we're talking about, gosh, something I love. Ugh, habits, and you are, my friend, a creature of habits. I'm what you call a habit junkie. You are a habit junkie. Does your habit, okay, so listeners, let's just, let's just go through Mr. Rome's habits. One, he gets up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm not quite sure why. Oh, wait, because there are so many habits (laughs) that he has to complete every day. So do take us through your list of morning habits. Morning habits. Yep, so 4.30, alarm goes off. I get up, I do not snooze. Wait, hold on. Does Jana just sleep through this? Uh, No, actually... Actually, the alarm goes off. It wakes up Jana, and then she elbows me. <laughs> yeah, so I don't even hear the alarm. Oh my gosh! Because a funny thing happens when you wake up at four thirty. You're tired you all are the time. Really, really tired. Yeah. So I get an elbow in the side with from Jana, and, and then I get up, but I do not. I put it in the, the the bathroom, so I have to get up, and I just and the coffees. Starts at 425. So it's ready. So it's ready. So then I go straight to the coffee, right? That would be important, yes. Yeah. Then I drink uh, a cup of water, like an eight-ounce cup of water with a little bit of lemon in it. Then I have a little snack, something crunchy to kind of wake up my brain. Um, yeah. You're looking at me like I'm Are weird. you kidding? No. Is it like what you do with the hazelnuts where you count out like seven nuts or Ten. something? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Do you hear this, people? Not only does he have habits, but there are habits within the habits. All right, keep going. Subhabits. Subhabits. <laughs> he has subhabits of the habits. Anyway, so after I have my crunchy snack, which consists of this um this awesome crackers, I forget their name, and then some almond butter, sliced banana, right? Then I have my coffee. You've and- already had coffee. Oh, no, this is before coffee. No, my, yeah. You had water. So I pour Sorry. my coffee into my Yeti cup, but right. Yeti does a really good job of, of keeping, keeping it warm. Hot. So I would, you know, I would burn my mouth. So I let that cool a little bit for okay. the five minutes when I'm eating my crunchy cracker. Got it. And then I go into my office and I write. First thing I do is at the end, uh, I have a notebook, a black notebook that I start writing notes in, you know, business daily notes. Um, but on the back end every day, I start. By writing my five goals. For the day or just life Each day. General? I write them every single day of the year. And so when you think about it, as you start to work through, your, you write the work that you have to do. In the back of your mind, you're thinking, my goals are, my goals are closing, in on me, closing in on me, right? Oh, so the yeah, front a of the there. book and the back of the book eventually merge? They merge. And when, they, and when they merge, I start a new one, but I save the old ones, yeah? Then, then I go to my Freedom Journal. Yes. And I write out my... Shout out to John Lee Dumas. Yep, shout out. 
Then I, I write out, I go through the day, and that says, what are you grateful for? Which is a fabulous thing to start your day with. And then um, you just sort of break down the day. You do these, um, it's a, you do 100-day goals. And so uh, it's, it's, you're just breaking it down. What am I going to work on this day? Uh, then I take a picture of that so I don't have to carry it with me. And I have it on my phone, and I reference it throughout the day um, to make sure. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning about yeah. how these habits. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Then, um, then and only then, I open up um, LinkedIn, and I, I try to respond very, very early to those, kind of get those people, you know, the messages that I have out that I need to um, speak with someone. Then at that point, I probably um, am going to – do, do, depending on which, where I am in the week, I'm either going to do some sort of uh, devotional, some sort of study, or I'm going to write some content. And then I work out, and then I eat, and then I shower, and then I bring Kate to school, and then I'm here by 7.58. That's pretty much it. So, yes, you pretty have a very regulated habit. Now, I yeah. have to ask you a question. Do you get upset on the days when you can't go through this routine of these habits? I mean, does it like set you off for the rest of the day if you have to leave early or if you have to do something different or you're out of crunchy crackers or... Oh, well, yeah, that does, of... it does. Um, well, and there's, there's, there, in the morning routine, there's not much that'll upset me except for not having coffee. Okay. <laughs> if I don't have my coffee. I am, I don't know what I do. I think I just go back to sleep. Probably, because it'd be hard for your I mean, Today's today, ruined. I'll just wake up tomorrow. Somehow, I don't know. Okay. Uh, you know, it's just for me. It's a. Um, I've got to feel like I've accomplished something before I start working on things. And it's. I feel good when it's when you I've do got. Do you hear this what behind. you just said? Yeah. I, I, yes, I you know. You feel it's, it's, like you have to accomplish something before you actually start working on things yeah, you do you realize that typically most people accomplish things after they've worked on them for a while right just saying um, i just feel like I, it gives me a head start okay i mean i agree i'm just giving and you three push when, it up at 4 30 in the it, morning when it when you're like me and it takes a long time to catch on to things you just got to get up earlier right <laughs> so if i start waking up at four i'm just getting sl- i mean if uh, you know what maybe that's why older people wake up earlier it just takes them longer to catch on maybe that's yeah. it Maybe so, that's it. So what is this going to mean when you're like I'll wake up at 2. I'll go to bed at 4 and wake <laughs> up at 2. 4 in the afternoon. Yeah. So anyway, enough about me and more. And we're talking really about five habits to put your strategy to work. Is that Well, or, five habits to keep your vision alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not strategy. You vision. have a thought. Well, we talk about strategy so much. But we do. I think... Um, you know, one of our favorite books is the book, The Power of Habit. Oh, fabulous. And... I think sometimes people forget that habits can be changed if you really understand what's causing you to do something. And if you have a vision, right, that you are looking towards developing healthy, positive habits, that's important. Yes. You know what, Lisa? One of those, one of the five goals that I write down is a goal for when I'm 80. So this is not shocking to me. So when are you going to share what that is? Uh, no, or you can't. No, okay. but it is. Um, the reason I say that is because um, 
that writing that each day keeps my vision for when I'm 80 alive. Right? I think that's important. It's 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 every single day because when I walk in the office, I'm 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 thinking through over the next eight hours, what when what do I need to accomplish? If you go through your life working eight hours at a time, you'll look up and you'll have missed something. So I want to write down, you know, like, hey, by the time I'm 80, if I'm fortunate enough to live that long, this is this is where I want to be. And I and I'm I'm a firm believer that when you write it down, I'm a visual person. But addicts is all built around a visual representation of the things you have to get done. Writing this down, that's an aspect of a visual representation. You can physically see it, and when you can see something, it becomes more real. Oh, I agree. I'm I'm very visual. I'm the person that prints everything and you know tapes it up on the wall, and you know I love a whiteboard. So I do think that that's true, and I think studies have demonstrated, although I can't pull any statistical evidence because I didn't look that up, but that if you write it down, there's a higher chance of it being accomplished. Yeah, and I would say, yes, part of it's writing it down. The other part, I think, and I would argue the bigger point, no evidence to support this, except for I think it's that you see, you see it. That's the thing. It's not the fact that you wrote it. It's that you see what you wrote. Constantly. It's top Constantly. of mind. Yeah, but the book, The Power of Habits, just fabulous. One of my favorite um, books written by Charles Duhigg. I give Charles a lot of plugs would love to have Charles on the show one day because I think he's just fabulous but anyway he talks about habits oh obviously the book's name is called the power of habit it's all good um, you obviously need more coffee yeah yeah but 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 what he talks about is there are certain things that happen uh, in, in, a, in a habit it's called the habit loop and it starts with a cue and then there's a routine and then there's a reward. And in the book, he describes just one of the many examples that he describes. It's either he's telling he's telling the story about himself or someone else. But this person had put on weight, and as he started to assess his habits. He noticed that he had a certain cue. He'd be at work, he's you know, cranking away at work, and around three o'clock, he would think, "Gosh, I sure have been working pretty hard." And so his routine was to get up and to go to the cafeteria and to buy a chocolate chip cookie. And then he did not know this until he started to analyze the habit. Many people would think the reward was the cookie, but it wasn't. The reward was that then he would go and socialize with other people while he ate his cookie. So all he did was change the cookie out for some tea or something. I don't know. I made that up. But he changed it out for something more healthy and lost like 15 pounds. Because he changed the routine. Yes. He understood what the reward was. He and figured the out habit, the reward. He figured it out. And yes. I think that's important for us when we're looking at the habits that we do every day. Is yeah. that we figure out what drives us and what motivates us. Yeah. So ties back to vision anyway. Yeah. And so we started out picking on me. So it's your turn. <laughs> Let's talk about oh, your habits. I was habits. hoping we were just going to no, 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 no. through well, that. Well, we're talking about habits to keep your vision alive. Let's talk about that. Uh, n- you know, newly engaged. Oh. Can we announce whoa. that on the podcast? Well, I guess you just did. Yeah. Lisa's newly engaged. Oh, there's my pa- There's bound to be a new vision for your life. Yes, right? that's true. Yeah. That is true. So anyway. T- but but my normal morning habits. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't get up at 4.30. I know. I've texted you and you didn't respond. I, I don't respond at 4.30. No. Uh, I get up between 5.30 and 6. And I, too, go straight to coffee. Yeah. And then I spend, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes in sort of a reading, quiet time, doing devotional. But I also always have like a business book going or something like that. Take notes. And... If it is warm, a lot of times I'll go exercise and listen to a podcast. If it's cold, I just go ahead and get ready for work and come on in. But that's my habit. I, I guess I'm not as regimented as you are, but I do have a couple of habits that I always – I always have a business book that I'm reading. Mm -hmm. I always have um, some sort of biblical study that I'm mm -hmm. doing – I always have certain podcasts that I listen to on certain days. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, so I do have habits and that work towards certain goals. Mm -hmm. That's uh, fabulous. And in fact, you reminded me of one of the habits that I forgot to mention in the morning, which is first thing I put while I'm pouring my coffee and making my crunchy cracker, I'm listening to a book or a podcast on business. And I think that's a very important thing that you just brought up is to always be filling yourself with something. Um, I tell my girls, every single day, there's 51, 49% negative and positive. One's going to win. Your job is to fill yourself with more positive than the negative that you're going to get, because you're going to get it, right? So what are you doing to put pour into yourself, right, to build yourself up, to, um, to create that positive? So... Great thing individually, but we also want to talk about companies, right? They have fabulous habits that they implement based on who they are at a foundational level. Why don't you share a few? Based on their vision. So I love, um, and this was actually, you brought this one up, the Southwest Airlines. If any of you have ridden on Southwest Airlines, you know that their flight attendants tend to do things that are very humorous instead of just reading off of an index card the safety regulations. And that actually comes from their company mission, right, which is to encourage their employees to be, they, to be, creative to relate and give the ultimate customer experience so in their mission right the friendly skies i don't know that that's their tagline but you know that's part of flying. what we love flying that's part of what they do though yeah. is they want everyone to their brand is known for being friendly and, and fun fun yeah fun and so it's in their vision and they encourage employees to do that and that's one of the ways their vision is carried out through the organization yeah and lisa think about had they not if they had they said that once but not instilled it as a habit right it's easier to read from a card than it is to come up with some for some sort of funny skit to make it more enjoyable for the travelers, right? You've got another great example. Oh, Chick-fil-A. I love this. So I love Chick-fil-A because whenever you um, say thank you or anything like that, they are required to say, it was my pleasure. Mm -hmm. And this is part of their corporate vision that they want to be a positive influence on everyone that they come in contact with. 
That's just part of their... It's ingrained. It's ingrained it's a habit. in them. It is a habit. And that's one of the ways that their employees live out the company vision is through that habit. I that's, love that. that. So how do you keep a habit alive? Well, you make sure that you build it in to what you say you want. Now, we have... Some of you uh, may not work for Chick-fil-A. Most of you probably don't work for Chick-fil-A. Um, but you all have a vision of something, right? You have a vision. So we've got five habits to help keep your vision alive. And the first one, Lisa. Is you need to have a consistent place to write your vision down. Like like Carrie writes his vision and his goals down every day. And I do that as well. I'm not as regimented as he is about it. But I do journal and I write down where I am with the goals. So I think it's important that you have a consistent place to write it down. Yeah. And the other thing is that um, I do that there for those goals. But I also have, a, I, have I use Evernote. And I have, yeah, it's fabulous. And I use it for ideas. So if for creative ideas and I've got a vision for where I want to take something, I don't, I don't just start, I don't consume that day working on that one thing. I jot the idea down and then I come back to it and I build on that idea. And what I find is those ideas that I keep building on, like addicts, all of the potential for addicts. I keep building on that build and build and build. There are things that I wrote down once and never went back to, right? So that's why I put it in the same spot, and it's conveniently labeled ideas in the in Evernote. But I, I go there, and I know that's where I dump them, and that's where I build them out. Well, the second takeaway goes hand-in-hand with having a consistent place to write it down. The second takeaway is make it a habit to revisit it regularly over time. Look at your vision and your goals on a regular basis. Yes, and refresh. Don't be afraid to refresh. If you've put um, an idea out there, a vision out there, um, if it's getting stale, it's no longer, it was something that you're not implementing, it is in the way. Move it away. Get it out of there. Just the things that you're building on, that's where your energy is going to go. Go there. Build on that. Get the other stuff out of the way. So number three, you're going to have to elaborate on, which is make math part of the ritual. Now, I am not like I'm a data geek, but I'm not always a math geek. So tell me what you mean when you say make math part of the ritual. Okay. So um, my um, my vision for what I want to achieve by the time I'm 80. It's it's a math equation. There's math to it. Okay. If you have a business idea, right? Flush out the jot the idea down, build on the idea, but at some point it all comes down to math. You got to figure out whether this is a viable option. Put a little math to it. Don't overthink it. Rough numbers will guide you towards whether or not um, it's a viable option and when you put math to it, it helps you uh, create the details behind um, what could be a pretty important conversation that's coming up in point number four. Which is talk about your vision with smart people and ask for feedback. So don't just keep it to yourself. Talk about what you want to do. Yeah, we, Lisa, we've all encountered those people that have, you know, I, man, I got this great idea. I've got, I want to be the Uber of pencils or something. You know, it's just like... <laughs> What? So, 
the point is that if you're going to ask for, for, for someone's, someone who's really, really smart, somebody that's, that's been successful, has been through some things, and you're going to bring an idea to them, don't have some pie-in-the-sky copycat idea that's not vetted, that's not, it's not genuine. It's not, it's, if it's, a, it's your vision, make it yours, own it, build it out, put math to it, then go talk to someone. And you can have an informed decision. If you go with pie in the sky, not really well thought out stuff, you ask for insight and input from a really smart person, you will have one meeting and they will never meet with you again because they will not take you serious. So definitely do your little, do one, two, and three before you ask for input. And then last but not least, test, test your vision, learn, and repeat. Yeah. It's, I think uh, so many things, um, growth and innovation, that, that, that's an iterative process. It, you don't do it once and stop. So rinse and repeat. Start the process over and over again and have those mentors that you build out that know that when you come to them, you're serious, you've done a little bit of homework, and keep that cycle going, you're going to win. You're going to have some great habits for keeping your vision alive. I hope you found this helpful. If we can help in any way with courage, encouragement, and confidence, we'd love to help out. Reach out. Send us a message on LinkedIn or an email, success at Cypress Resources. Hey, and thanks for listening.